welcome here. Um, I don't know if you've been following the um, the COP26 thing that's happening in Glasgow this week. Um, I've been uh, a little bit absorbed with what's going on there. And so I was, as I was preparing for communion this morning, I thought we would kind of just think about it from an earth perspective. So um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of Bible and um, what do you call it? Liturgy that I have is based on that. So um, if that goes off, worry not. They can still see. We just can't see them, but they are still there. They can still see me. So we're all good. I know it's weird. It's rude. Um, so at the end of this week, thinking about how um, the impact of climate change is huge on our world. Um, and that it affects those who are poor way more than it affects those of us who live in relative ease. Um, and how we can kind of take that on as a responsibility to try and fix it. And it can be a bit of a weight. I want to just just to bring us to bring that to the table this morning. Um, that's the weight that I bring with me today is that there's so much that I think I, I should be doing more. I just don't know what to do. Um, but I'm just going to bring it to the table. Uh, Karen and Bonnie are at this point handing out little tiny little communion things. People on Zoom hopefully have got their own. They get to have the good stuff. We get this little cracker thing of weirdness inside the thing. And anyway, <laughs> um, the, uh, after you've taken the communion, which we'll do together, um, please don't put that thing on the floor. Uh, Bonnie and Karen will come back around and pick it up. Um, and if you need a, a napkin, they're on the sound desk. Um, hopefully it should be fairly good. You peel off one layer and you get the crack, you peel off the second layer and you get the juice. But we'll do it together in a second. Um, so I'm just going to pause. And again, this, this is a time of coming for God's grace, for God's mercy. Are you tired, asks Jesus. Are you worn out? Burned out on religion and all the other stuff. Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So blessed are you, Lord of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread to set before you, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Let's eat together. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have wine to set before you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us a cup of salvation. Blessed be God forever. Through your goodness, loving God, we have all of this. We have the bread and the juice, which has come forth from the earth. May we know your presence as we take it together. May we know your presence in the presence of each other. And uh, God, may you be here in the midst of us. We celebrate the life that Jesus has shared among his community through the centuries and shares with us here and now, today. May one in Christ and one with each other. We offer these gifts and with them ourselves, a single living act of grace. Amen. So Bonnie and Karen are going to come get your it's the leftover. 
And I'm going to pray for Greg, who's going to come and talk about gentleness. So, Lord, I thank you for Greg. I thank you for what you've given to him to share today. And I pray, God, that you would speak through him clearly and beautifully. And uh, I thank you for him. Thank you. Well, it is my privilege to be here, and uh, I trust that uh, this uh, reflection on gentleness will be <clears throat> meaningful and uh, life-giving. Interesting how God puts various things on our heart, and I want to again... Uh, repeat what uh, Sarah just uh, shared with us. Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you burned out on religion? Jesus said, come to me. Get away with me and I'll restore your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unfold rhythms of grace. Keep company with me. I'll show you how to live freely and lightly. We're going to speak about gentleness today. It's not something you can buy. It's not something that you can sell. It's not something you can borrow. It's something that has to come from within and radiate from you. Uh, for those who are uh, on Zoom and for those who are present here, um, I like a little bit of interaction. So I'm going to have a few questions. And uh, as you give, uh, hopefully, come up with some good answers, I'll repeat those answers so that those on Zoom can hear if, uh, if they can. What do you picture in your mind's eye um, when, when I say uh, goodness? Is it a person? Is it a place? Is it a thing? Uh, think for a moment and um, I'll get you to uh, respond, if you will. What comes to mind? Force. A force. A, for, a force. A force. Okay. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. <laughs> a character you recognize. A character you recognize. A characteristic you recognize. Uh, a wellspring. A wellspring? Our planet. Excellent. Excellent. I think of grandma. 
there's something about her that you want to be around her, and there's something that you receive from her, and she doesn't have to say anything. Some of us go to the forest and we sit beside a gentle flowing stream. How about um, <laughs> we lay down on a pillow? And there's something called soft. There's something about gentleness that has um, softness, um, quietness. When I speak of a gentle horse, what comes to mind? A stallion or a, a pony? And that anybody can walk up to it. Anybody can touch it. This past week, we've had a lot of rain lately. And when I see um, or I experience a gentle rain, there's something very rhythmic about that. And it's very soothing. How many saw the rainbow this past week? Wasn't it spectacular? And did you know um, you, you saw the double rainbow? My wife noticed for the first time that the second rainbow is a reverse image of the first rainbow. Very interesting. I didn't know anything about it, so I Googled it. And uh, which one do you think is the right one? The bright one or the not so bright one? It's not, it's the not so bright one. Water passes through a, a rainbow and reflects back. And then if it has the opportunity to reflect back again, that's the right one. It's kind of like looking in a mirror. If you're wearing a shirt with a, a label on, it, it is reversed. But if you have that reflected back on another mirror, it's the right way. Uh, so just an interesting fact. So Peter, if you don't have anything to take away, take away that. <laughs> Could we say then that gentleness is maybe more of a, a state of being than something that's tangible that you can hang on to? What feelings does um, hanging out with a gentle person or a gentle space or a gentle awareness or a gentle presence, what feelings does that evoke in you? Same. Comfort, gentleness, and God. Oh, it, it has a way of mirroring what what you're experiencing. Interesting. What else? Peace. Peace. There's something that um, we we begin to experience because of hanging out with this gentle presence. When you sit beside the quiet stream, does it make you restless or does it dial you down? I think that's sometimes where we go, isn't it? Into the forest to get dialed down. Warm, open, inviting. So gentleness has this way of 
helping us experience something that we couldn't have otherwise. How's been your experience with gentleness? Maybe your home, maybe the family you grew up in wasn't very gentle. What about your workplace or your relationships? Maybe your church wasn't a very gentle place. Have you ever tried to teach gentleness? Is it easy? It's not easy. But we all know that a new baby comes into the home, or a new puppy comes into the home, or your something is new. And what do you what do you do? Be gentle. Be gentle. And so you're you're trying to um, project, or you're trying to help them be gentle. Why do we do that? What are we trying to teach? Yeah, dude. We're making sure something doesn't get slammed. Yes. Restraint. Some restraint. Yes. Nonviolence. Nonviolence. And so there's something about training one another, I'd say, or training the younger ones or whatever in gentleness because it promotes safety. It promotes, oh, what else did I come up with here? It drives away fear, prevents harm. I read a, a, a Jewish proverb this past week. And it says, before every person, there marches an angel proclaiming, behold, the image of God. Think about that. Before every person, an angel marches and proclaims, behold the image of God. So should not that give us a little bit of uh, uh, a stirring or a um, encouragement to be gentle with everything and everyone? I thought that was really How do we experience gentleness? To get a kind of a bit of a handle on it, um, I want you to, with your eyes, I want you to look at something or someone with gentleness. Don't look at me unless you want to look at me, but. So with your eyes, look at someone or something with gentleness. Notice what's going on in your body. What does it feel like? How much energy did that take? Okay, got that image? 
All right. Now, look at somebody with piercing eyes, with harsh eyes. Don't look too long. What happened to your breathing just now? You dialed up? Um, how much energy did that take? Took a little bit more, didn't it? Your whole body tensed up, and it's kind of like, wow. So if I feel those things coming against me, am I walking with gentleness? Am I looking with gentleness? Am I acting with gentleness? Okay, here's something else you can do. If you want to, touch somebody or touch something gently. Notice again, what had to happen before you did that? Did you have to move fast or did you have to move slow? I think you had to move slow. How much energy did it take? Not a lot. But you had to think slow, didn't you? By the way, how interesting is that? Now we can't just do the fruit of the spirit without intent. We can't do the fruit of the spirit casually. There's an intent. There's a, a leading into it. There's a noticing. And if you touch somebody, what did that feel like for them? So somebody, some of you got touched. What did that feel like? Can you tell me? It, it felt good. Soothing. Soothing. <laughs> you, like music. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had an intention of being gentle? What would that do for us? What would that do for every one and everything that we touch? So let me say again that um, gentleness is a way of being, or it's a, a way of living. It's an action. Or maybe we might say an embodiment of the spirit, an embodiment of the fruit of the spirit. It's something that um, it embraces us or we embrace it, and therefore we make it known to those around us. It's an action, it's an effect that we can have in very practical ways. So how do we see this in Jesus? It's probably almost impossible not to see it in Jesus, but let's remind ourselves of some of those things. Before I do, I remember there's a song that I sang back in the, in the 70s. 
Yes, I did live in the 70s. <laughs> Part of the song said, what you are, speak so loud that the world can't hear what you say. They're looking at your walk, not listening to your talk. They're judging by your actions every day. I've never forgotten that. And so how we live is basically our message. How we experience life and how we love those around us is, is our message. In uh, Paul Young's book, The Shack, one of the favorite lines in there is, I am especially fond of you. Yeah. Some of you other, others like it too, right? I'm especially fond of you. Is that not a gentle way of saying, I love you a lot? I love you a lot. We think of the leper. Jesus went out and touched him. A very gentle way of saying, I love you. I care for you. I'm here for you. How about the woman caught in adultery? We know that Jesus didn't judge her. But he looked around and said, where are your accusers? And then he said, I don't, I don't accuse you either. Another way of <clears throat> gently demonstrating his love. There is a number of Marys in the New Testament he cared for and was gentle with. Thomas, did he punish Thomas for being a doubter? He just said, reach forth your finger and your hand and, and touch me. Now believe. How about Peter? If a lot of you aren't like Peter, I'm like Peter. I'm the one that's cutting off the ear and then saying, sorry, no, or... <laughs> Going ahead and being the bull in the china shop, and then kind of going, sorry. But what does Jesus do with the ear? Touches the man and heals, heals the ear and moves on. I think it was a pretty gentle touch. His response with children. Don't hinder them. Let them come to me. <clears throat> Remember the Proverbs? It talks about a soft answer turns away wrath. Or you might say a gentle answer turns away wrath. So throughout the New Testament, we see Jesus acting, speaking, and we could say with words of gentleness, actions of gentleness. And maybe we can model that as well. How do we do live this out in community? Well, certainly listening to each other. Certainly respecting one another. Certainly seeing that the, the diversity is a beautiful mosaic. 
and we need every part to make it unique. I think one of the ways we can do it is calling each other by name, but we know them. Get to know them, so we can't call them by name. Those people that we uh, care for or we, we buy things from in the store, I'm glad they have name, name tags on because I, I can use their name and say, thank you, Shirley. Thank you, George. I think that honors them, but it also lets me know that we're, we're, we're in this thing together. And again, be reminded that before everyone, an angel goes before Satan. What? Behold the image of God. Behold the image of the divine one. In Ephesians, we, we read that uh, to live this life, we're to be humble, gentle, and patient, bearing with one another. I think that's a pretty good picture of what gentleness means. 2 Timothy 2, we read about correcting each other in a spirit of gentleness. So there's something about, again, that fruit of the spirit that's coming out from us. How do we do this with ourselves? How do we truly be gentle with ourselves? They seem a little bit weird, but... <laughs> There's a, an initial we use for this, and it's called TP. Ever use TP? Yes, and we're all human. I would like to have us remember this as tender places. <laughs> and there's no pun intended, but uh, tender places. Can we be gentle with ourselves in those tender places? Yes, come on. I'm getting nervous just thinking about the tender places in me. But still, God, work to be done. Still need to be cared for, still need to be addressed. But can I be tender with myself? When I am least gentle is when I am stressed, don't have enough sleep, too many things on my mind, and I'm in a hurry. Yeah. Anybody relate to that? Oh, yeah. So, being gentle with ourselves means learning how to reduce stress, get the sleep we need. In that uh, reading that we had earlier, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. What does it mean to live gently? What does it mean to walk gently? Acknowledge our triggers and seek for help. If we can do that, uh, we're probably on a, on a good path to being able to talk about gentleness in our lives. Wisdom, it says in uh, 
James chapter 3, 17. Wisdom comes from above, or wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, then gentle. It's wisdom that comes from above that helps us to be gentle. I want to close with a poem by Doreen uh, Kostanuk. It says, follow Jesus around the scriptures. Be an observer. Watch how he looks. Watch how he touches. Watch how he is present to people. Watch how he prays and takes time out. Let him look at you. Let him touch you. Let him hold you. Let him heal you. Let him be present to you. Then become the look. Become the touch. Become the presence. My prayer for us this day is that we would reflect the divine within us by being gentle in word and deed.